This is Digital Marketing Fastlane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Boy Media, here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. We have a special episode today. We're going to be talking about the coronavirus that's affecting everybody from just not just e-commerce, but kind of everybody in general and sort of as a population of humans. And I'm also here with Eric Philpoo. Hey, Eric, Hello. how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. We're working from home for the past yeah. two weeks, right? Judging each other's home backdrop office. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're, we're also feeling the impact here. Like, obviously, we're all working from home. We're all based out of New York City. So we're sort of kind of a little lockdown. I just got announced today, actually, which is yeah. today is March 20th. Yeah. Yeah. By the time you're hearing this, it could be another time. And you know, that's, a, that's an eternity in such a fast developing situation. But this week at yeah. home has felt so long. Yeah, it is such a the long week home, especially with so much uncertainty day to day. And then that's something we want to talk about with the coronavirus, how it's affecting digital, uh, e-commerce, uh, direct-to-consumer, direct response marketing. So the number one metric that we're keeping an eye on right now is conversion rate. People are online a lot. Screen time is really, really high. But with the economic uncertainty happening, conversion rates, though, people aren't buying as much. So a lot of opportunities arise in that situation, but a lot of problems arise as well. Uh, mostly problems right now, but yeah, there are opportunities. Kevin, you have any points there you want to address before I go into some of the opportunities and threats? Yeah, I think I think something with the coronavirus, it's sort of something like this that's happening is as a business owner, obviously I think a lot of business owners are sort of scared. And I mean, us too, as a company, because we also have other e-commerce businesses, not just Boy Media. And mm-hmm. on those sort of businesses, we're, we're also thinking about how is your supply chain going to be affected? What products can we come out for next year? Obviously, we have like KPIs and goals, but obviously now every business is sort of, you know, kind of every metric that they probably had planned is sort of out the window. So I think yeah. as a business owner, we need to think about it as like, you just need to adapt. This is just the name of the game. It's like, you just need to adapt and sort of your, you need to tell your employees what's going on. That way they know that, you know, you're doing everything you can to sort of figure out what's the next best step. And really it's a time right now to really sort of see what channels you have internally and external that can really help your, at least stay, stay afloat. Obviously, Eric, you're saying you're, you, you know, a lot of restaurant workers and I do too, that just going to let go because it's just too hard. Yeah. Restaurants are closing um, with no sign of, uh, you know, opening. So yeah, that's one industry that's affected. But yeah, I think like as a business owner and sort of anything that we're doing, we're just thinking about how do we stay afloat? Not in a bad way, but more like let's preserve cash because we don't want, we want to obviously just stay in business, of course. And, you know, once it's over, it's going to be great again. But obviously we know that the long-term economic impact is going to be not just for the next six months, it's going to be for at least a year, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge impact. There are long-term for a lot of businesses, long-term implications. But yeah, even then with something like this, there's still some great opportunity for certain niches and certain brands. Mm-hmm. Um, that even we're working with right now that obviously we don't want to take, it's not taking advantage, but in the situation, we know that people are home. We know that they're looking for things to do. So I think it makes sense for you as a brand to really use this time to, you know, leverage assets that you already have. For example, yeah. 
Zoom, which is one of the most popular, like whatever video conferencing startups, they're seeing their stock increase by a lot because everybody all of a sudden is discovering Zoom, right? So it's obviously one of those things where it's like, you don't want to take advantage, but if you can provide the the service or the resources for people to get things done, then why not? I I think it's a disservice if you're not showing people, hey, our service can help you do this. Another great one is Peloton, right? Peloton, Mm -hmm. a great thing against them was, oh, who's going to work out at home? Like, there's yeah. gyms, but now like, think about it. Everybody's working at home. Like, I mean, Eric, you see it all the time. Like all your friends are posting all these random workout videos yeah. now. Yeah. I work yeah, out at home like, all the time. I'm sure, you know, yeah, yeah it's just, uh, yeah, I think this goes back into the bigger picture that Eric said. There's so much opportunity and like, obviously you want to do it in a tasteful way, but <laughs> this for sometimes for a startup, this is the break that you might need, right? It sucks, but yeah. It's, there is opportunity though. And there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, everyone's mind is on one thing for like the first time in human history. Naval Ravikant tweeted for the first time in human history, everyone's focusing on one solution to one to the same problem. And, you know, that's very important to note. And you can use that in a lot of different ways as a business, uh, you can use it to your advantage and you know, that's important. So what are some other industries that we see? So anything in the parenting niche we see uh, because, you know, kids are home from school now. There's opportunity there. Uh, we have several brands in the parenting niche. Um, now, of course, you know, it's a little chaotic. So there's a lot of you know, the tone you should take is supportive and you know, we're there for you, uh, that kind of stuff. So that's definitely a niche that you know, has some opportunity. The pet niche, people are at home with their pets a lot more. I think uh, the pet niche we see also helping pet, pet furniture, uh, people around their pets more. Um, yeah, that at home fitness, there's a lot. The delivery one is a huge one. Uh, delivery apps, delivery services. These are huge. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of, you know, as you can imagine, a lot of these niches, they have opportunities now. But even if you're just a regular brand, let's say you're directly affected, your conversion rate is down, you don't know what to do. One thing that I've been talking to a lot of brands about, a lot of clients, even internally, we've been thinking with screen time being at an all time high, engagement is still there even though conversions aren't there. So people are looking at your website, even they're on social media, engaging with your posts, uh, any kind of community your email you have, these kind of free mediums where people can engage with your brand. These are very important right now. So if you can leverage those, when the conversion rates go back up and people are ready to buy, you have a really warm audience. People with really good community building are thriving right now because they don't have to do as much marketing. They're so top of mind in their community right now. So if someone is going to make a purchase that's a non-essential or something, they're thinking about a brand that they're most comfortable and familiar with. So that's why the community building, the retention, email list, those are so important. Uh, and that's something we're seeing. We're telling a lot of brands to do that. If you're doing paid traffic, a list building ads can be huge right now. And yeah, I think what you're saying makes sense because right now is a great time to just sort of Tell people about your brand. And of course, this needs to make sense because, you know, you need to have enough cash flow to sort of maintain these sort of brand awareness ads or people that might not buy yet. So, of course, it's always a balance like anything. But right now, everybody's on their phone right now. Everybody's just at home trying to look for things to do. Mm-hmm. And it's a great time if you're a brand that right now that you can make something that's in this sort of stay at home or be at home sort of mindset right it could be a fitness brand of course the fitness brands we're doing right now are just killing it with like they're doing so many home workout videos they're doing so many home pdf videos like we have that one brand eric that you know that's getting thousands of downloads for the pdf guide 
because of the home yeah. fitness. So absolutely. Yeah, I know exactly the one you're talking about. And yeah, that's a huge one as well. Um, we saw the cost per download is really, really good there. So yeah. that's something we're thinking, all right, let's segment that audience because, you know, they might be warmer for another offer later as this thing clears up. And that's really good. These lead and magnets, free lead magnets can be awesome here. Getting a lot of people, I guess, indoctrinated with your brand with a exactly. really cool value-adding lead magnet. Exactly. And it's, and it's also, it goes back to that goodwill. It's like, you know, it's a goodwill. It's like, hey, they're trying to help me out when I'm this time of need. Eventually, they're going to need something from you. It's like, it's just brand building 101. People sometimes think about it as like, oh my God, I'm tricking somebody. But this is like what every brand does to you. Like Nike, think about how many just random commercials they give you about, you know, just do it. That is literally like them branding to you. And then eventually like, oh yeah, Nike mm -hmm. does promote me going outside and doing it. Yeah. A lot of times, in a Facebook yeah. group, like uh, I'm in a few groups. I got into the running, I guess, hobby right before this whole work from home thing happened. So kind of bad timing, but uh, yeah. And a couple of these runner groups, a lot of people are talking about, you know, I think one of them is run by an actual brand and that brand, I guess they sell running gear, shoes and stuff. You know, I wouldn't really shop there immediately, but I'm on their group a lot. And their group is providing a lot of valuable information because uh, they're a leader in the niche. They're providing valuable information, what to do if you're at home. They're kind of controlling the story. That's a way to add value because everyone's mind is on one thing. You know what they're thinking about. So it's a really good time. It, you could argue it's easier than ever to create a relationship and build a community because you know what everyone's thinking about right now. You know what's going to be a relevant piece of content to put out. Yeah, that's exactly what you're saying. It's like you can make this content really relevant to you and to your brand and sort of see how can this help people. I think the key term is how can you really help somebody or help people in need? So that, mm -hmm. and then if you're doing that, you know, you need to build your traditional sort of marketing channels or traditional branding. You don't want to be building a brand that's going to be scamming or tricking people. It's not what you're saying. You want to use your thing that's relevant in a way that makes sense for yourself as a, your brand owner the ethos that you have, your sort of your voice, and then how, how can it help other people? Yeah, absolutely. Another scenario is let's say you have a, it becomes clearer when things will be back to normal. Let's say it's April 21st or whatever, April 7th or whatever it is. You know it, just for example, or May 1st even. Some of the brands that I'm wondering, I think launching a pre-launch uh, email list building campaign could be the move and you do some kind of grand reopening sale. That's another thing brands are asking, should I do a big promotion right now? Should I do it when things, you know, should I do it later when you see conversion rates going up? To them, I would say definitely some kind of list building campaign, pre-launch list building campaign, get people on an early bird email list. That's something you could do on Facebook ads, get some paid traffic to build that email list and build a lot of hype, a big retargeting list for when you do return. It's a similar logic to building a community and engaging a lot right now. And then you have a big warmer retargeting audience when you are ready to sell. That's pretty much the logic, but from a paid traffic standpoint, how that would look in an actual Facebook ad campaign. So that's something we're recommending a lot of brands. And that's even something you can do right now. Let's say your operations have come to a halt because your supply chain is in shambles. That's something you can still do. All this engagement, these list building campaigns with paid traffic, these are things you can do even if you're not even operational as a business. And that's something I recommend a lot of brands do think about yep and then another thing with these businesses too is to think about is is you can really see which products or services that you have are essential for people and then that really shows you that this is something that people are always in need or want no matter mm. what time of the period it is and that can really help you figure out what your product catalog could be for for your brand right yeah 
That's interesting. It's good stuff. What, what other thoughts do you have on the Corona and sort of for brands, Eric? Oh, another huge thing I should mention, let's say you're still running paid traffic right now and your click-through rates are down, your conversion rates are down, everything's rough right now. We see a lot where click-through rates aren't exactly taking a hit as much, but conversion rate is the main metric that's getting crushed. So there's still traffic. I would keep an eye on what we call delayed attribution. And that's something that we, you can put a whole podcast on what that is, but basically delayed attribution is when someone takes more than one day to make a purchase on your ad account. So let's say it's, it's March 19th. I click an ad today, but I don't want to buy it, but I buy it on March 25th. Facebook will attribute that conversion to actually the March 19th in ads manager. And you can set up your columns in a way, if you want to email me at eric at voimedia.com, I can send you a screenshot of our delayed attribution columns. And you can check one day click attribution versus the 28 day click attribution. I would keep an eye on that because as there's a lot of people window shopping, but not ready to buy now, the ads they're clicking, if they do buy, they're going to be attributed later. So it's important to check delayed attribution, especially now, because you might be making decisions on okay, in middle of March or the end of March, things were really bad. The results on my ad spend was bad. So I'm gonna, I need to make a, you're using how you felt at this time to make decisions a little later, but maybe check your delayed attribution and realize, hey, those people actually are starting to convert. Um, maybe the ad spend wasn't so bad. We had a better return. So that's just something to keep in mind. You could see some, a lot of delayed attribution in the coming weeks as people go from window shopping to actually converting. Yeah. And another thing too, with <clears throat> this thing happening is it's a great time for a business to sort of figure out what other channels can really work for them. You know, mm -hmm. Facebook and obviously paid is not the only channel, you know, there's so many different things out there, SEO, yeah. influencer outreach, community mm -hmm. building, which is what we said. There's so many different ways for you to think about your business. And especially if you're seeing, you know, just paid not working, but like I said, for some brands paid is working really well and we're scaling some of those campaigns up even higher than before. But for other ones, it sort of gives you a great opportunity to see what else you can do out do for your business because there's so many ways to grow a business and a time like this really shows really makes you creative. I think. And yeah, it could really, you have less staff, you have less people. How can you squeeze every dollar, every, you know, penny out of every dollar. So it's a great way to think about different strategies. And that's sort of like, we've been having a lot of these calls, the brands are like literally, Hey guys, what else can we do besides paid? And we had one today with a big brand. And even a company with 200 people, they're still thinking about it because, you know, it just, a time like this, you just need to be thinking out of the box. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're listening to this later on and maybe the situation is changing, it's a constantly developing situation. Our Facebook group has been really active lately just because there is yeah. so much uncertainty. It's called Facebook Ads Explosive Growth. You can find, I think you can find it on the voidmedia.com website. There's some links to it there, but if you want to stay up to date in real time and how things are developing um, separate from however well this podcast ages, yeah, that's definitely a great place to go for more updates because, you know, we're constantly talking about that in the group. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I mean, that's sort of all we have for now. We'll talk about Corona. I think there's so much different things that's going to be happening, but mm -hmm. I think that's all we have for today. Yeah. And stay safe out there. Well, if anything comes up, we'll, we'll keep you updated on the podcast. All right. Thanks, Eric. All right. Talk Thanks, to you guys. Soon. Bye. 
This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.